Gratitude is such a positive practice. But it, it can also be harmful, though, friend. Let's talk about it, friend. Okay, fine. Welcome to the Take Care Sis Podcast with me, Key, and Kiki. Join two friends for a conversation around self-care in real life. We'll talk about anything on the spectrum from bubble baths to setting boundaries to managing friendships and more. As your sisters, we also just want to provide a weekly check-in. You know, like big sis asking little sis, sis, you good? So come on in, sis. Let's talk about how we can take better care of ourselves. What's up, Key? How you doing today, sis? So my attire is quite interesting this evening because I just got out of glow yoga. Um... Yeah, uh, a friend of mine has been teaching at this uh, park in Raleigh, and tonight was the last class of the season, and it's black outside, so we had a glow yoga party. Um, so, don't hate on my juries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to flash your jewelry in front of me. Huh? Trying to flash your jewelry huh? in front of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um. <laughs> So yeah, um, that, but I'm mad because, you know, I stopped at Chick-fil-A to get my salad for dinner. They don't have I salad. I mean, I had ordered a cookie because, you know, them cookies real good. You just heat them up for about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, they left my cookie out. Chick-fil-A been tripping, okay? They've been tripping. Um, They've been tripping. It ain't been for my pleasure. It ain't, you know, and um, I just don't, they left my cookie out, friend. And maybe that's the universe way of saying I don't really need it, but I wanted it. Other than that, I'm good. How are you? <laughs> well, I'm good. I got a slight headache, but it's probably because I'm hungry. Um, it's all good though. It's all good. It's you know, just life. Did you drink enough water today? I have, but. It might be a combination of I'm tired and I need to sit my butt down. So. There it is. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. You have a good weekend? No. No, because you didn't do anything, or no, because it was really terrible? No, because it just wasn't a good weekend. But this weekend is coming. (laughs) I had a chill weekend. So my Sunday was spent going and spending all my monies at Sam's Club and then being mad when I came out, even though I got the stuff that I needed. 
because I spent so much money. And then I had to come home and put it up. I'm like, can I can I hire somebody to do that? Because I don't want to do this. I want to put all this stuff up. Um, yeah. So I binge watched a feel good show. I binge watched. Um, oh gosh, what's it called? Is it still Magnolia? Magnolias? Is that the one with the three friends from? They've been friends since they were little. In the souls. So, okay. Never mind. I, mean, I know, I know the series. I just don't know what it's about, so I can't agree with whatever you're saying. Was that the name? Yes, still okay. mixed. Well, well, one of them is still Magnolia's, but I'm guessing that's the one you watched on Netflix, right? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. I binge watched season three. Um. Yep. I'm also. I've also restarted Lupin. Um. About the thief. I had to rewatch season one because I forgot about it. Um, so I'm about to watch season two because I haven't seen that one. Sounds like you're into some good series. I've been into a few YouTube web series again. Uh -huh. So I've been kind of indulging in those. They've been making me mad, but you know. <laughs> okay. Last week, y'all. Last week, we started our little series on gratitude um, because not only is it November, I want to get you guys in the habit. We actually want you guys to try to develop a gratitude habit. We would not be the queens of self-care if we did not encourage you to have a gratitude practice. Um, so last week's episode, we not only define gratitude because some of y'all... Um, <laughs> Yep. And we also talked about the benefits of having a gratitude practice, as well as how it may actually affect and retrain your brain. So if you did not listen already, go on and listen and then go on and tell two friends, because if you ain't practicing gratitude, I guarantee your friends ain't practicing neither. And all of y'all need to practice together so y'all can all be better. That's right. So. Are we ready for our For the Culture se segment? Sure. I don't like the way she said that. Anyway. Straight face though. All right. We ready? You ready to dance? No. For the culture. For the culture. Culture. For the culture. For the culture, we're gonna get into some topics. And she swings her ponytail. Yeah, because it's hanging over on one side. I don't really know how that happened. You got but... the 80s ponytail. <laughs> and that was that was absolutely not my intent. But here we are. Um yeah, it's just anyway. It's all good, friend. It's all good. So this week in our For the Culture. Um, by the time y'all hear this, this would have came out a couple weeks ago, but Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new song called Cobra. And basically she was explaining in the beginning how, you know, the cobra, the snakes basically shed their skin. It's kind of like a rebirth process and all that stuff. The reason I put it up here is because the way I was introduced to this song was a crazy headline that was talking about how her ex was cheating on her. And I was like, okay. So I go listen to the whole song and I'm like, this is what y'all got out of here. 
instead of how she was like literally depressed, like having suicidal thoughts and like really going through a bad time, um, a hard time mentally. But y'all want to talk about how this man cheated on her. And that's not the only headline. That's the one that I saw that I was introduced to. And I was kind of mad. I was like, that's what y'all picked from this? <laughs> I was like, on the other hand, I'm like, really proud of her for doing that. That's like a lot to put in the song. I know that's her art form, but that's a lot. I can't imagine myself going into a studio and singing this or I feel like I wouldn't be able to get to through a session because I'd be like, what in the world was I thinking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or what was going through my head? What was going on in my life? This is crazy. But, um, so I heard about it very similarly, but the what the folks on the I forgot what I was looking at. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Um, but people were talking about like as she's going through the lowest point in her life, she come home to find her man sitting on the side of the bed getting hit. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how it was introduced to me, and I'm just like, yo, that's messed up because mm -hmm. if you don't cheat. I don't want you to, by mm -hmm. no means. I don't do it in my bed. <laughs> um, um, but not in my bed, not in okay. my house. Um, like my house is my sanctuary. Yes. Don't fuck up my sanctuary. Uh, that's that's worth fighting over. Yes. That right there. Mm -hmm. Like on top of all the stuff that we know that Megan's been through. Now you want to slap this on top of it? I'll take 12 months of community service for that. <laughs> That sounds like a slap on the wrist to me. Like, if that's all I'm going to get, yeah. Listen, it's going to be my first charge. So, <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. I mean, I don't think that nobody's not thinking those things. But, yeah. It's just a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. I'm just, you know. I liked, I liked that she put it in her song. Yeah, so like, I feel like people who use songs, whether it's rap songs, guitar songs, because I don't know what you call people who play guitar, but um, guitar songs. Hmm? I said guitarist are the people that play guitars, but I don't know. I was know. thinking about like John Mayer. What is his genre? I don't know. I just know he played guitar, so guitar uh -huh, songs. Yeah. I don't know thing um so that's what we came to mind so anyway um i feel like when you're that type of artist then this is just your medium right like me i'm not that type of artist so mine's gonna be in a journal somewhere in my bedroom um they write songs and yeah now publishing it is very hella personal i don't think i would get that far but you know kudos if you do but at the end of the day this was therapeutic for them this is the same way that you know you go to therapy and they'd be like write out your feelings or mm -hmm. If you need to forgive somebody, write that personal letter and you don't have to send it, just write it. I guess the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would not want to write that personal letter. Like I want to see you face to face. And I also want to put my hands on you. But we're gonna scratch that from the record. <laughs> we need to eat. Both of hella violent tonight. I mean, this situation, I, 
I can't say that there's a positive outcome for it. <laughs> like my reaction ain't gonna be good. It ain't gonna be good. Well, old boy has moved on and dating somebody new and Megan is literally, literally looking fine as hell um, and thriving. I'm a little upset by all the women who are just openly like, do me next, Meg. I'm just like, are y'all all gay? Like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Like, I get they're giving her a compliment, but mm, I don't know. Like, I'm wondering, like, do lesbians really be like, you ain't gay? Why are you saying that? Like, do they? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> but I yeah. I I use the word I I use the word girlfriend when I'm talking about like my female friends, and I actually have had someone say, "Why do you use that word?" Because you got me confused, and I was like, "Ow!" Because that's what it means before all of this. Yes, but I am pretty heterosexual, so and she was like, "Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, that's why I double take all every time you say it." And I was like, "Fair. I'll work on that." <laughs> That'd be a hard habit to break. I say friend, but doesn't doesn't matter. I don't really say girlfriend. That's never been a term that I actually used all the time. But so, any more comments on that? I just wanted to uh, kind of put that into everyone's awareness. Go listen to the song. Video's pretty cool, but I have a, a fear of snakes so like seeing that makes me fearful that i might go to sleep and have a damn dream about snakes which i have hmm i'm a pass on the video yeah i um i've had plenty of dreams about snakes i don't need any more don't need it especially big ones i don't i don't need that i had a dream about a giant ass snake one time and i was like i wasn't scared but it was just like very alarming Let's move forward. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So, as we said before, we are concluding our short gratitude series this month. And we're going to talk about gratitude, but that can be a bit harmful at times, right? Yeah. <laughs> gratitude is almost always thought of in a positive way. It's used as a way to present, to be present, and to help turn your mood around. But there can be times when gratitude will not be helpful and will cross over into the harmful territory. So let's talk about it. But first, first, we have our theme song for the episode. Are you ready, Key? You in this face. I'm going to have to fire you. I said yes. All right. So the song is very um, simple. And I had to go and look. I was like, who sing this song? It's hard to find because I guess she's a smaller artist. But the one that says blessings. Blessings on blessings on me. Blessings on blessings on me. Everywhere I go, there'll be everywhere i go there'll be so that's our song but we're gonna talk about the dark side of gratitude today the dark side of those gratitude practices 
So I hate to taint y'all's vision, but here we go. <laughs> All right, so the harmful side of gratitude. According to an article that was published by Psychology Today, there are a few ways that gratitude can be harmful to your mental health. The first way is it can cause you to invalidate your feelings. So this can be a result of comparing yourself or your situation to that of someone else. And it can kind of turn into more of like a gaslighting when other people tell you to do this because they start to assume that you aren't grateful at all. Like, no, ma'am, no, sir, I'm grateful. Doesn't mean I have to be grateful and happy in this moment. So an example would be like, I'm grateful that I make more money than her, or I'm grateful that I have this because so many people do not, which is a great observation to make. But like what happens when the tables turn and you become the person that has less than everybody else? So that same thing can be said if somebody tells you, oh, you shouldn't feel this way because so many people have it worse than you. Thank you for that observation in the moment, but I also don't need that right now because I am in a place where I'm trying to be grateful for what I have and not what everybody else has. So according to Connie, I'm going to say Habash. She's a licensed, and I'm thinking this is a marriage family therapist. Um, she says that gratitude shouldn't be practiced in a way that compares ourselves to others. It's not about who has it worse or better. It's about finding what is available to us here and now that we can appreciate. And she goes on to acknowledge that there can be duality in our feelings. So she says you can have both a strong sense of gratitude along with feelings of sadness, confusion, and anxiety. How can you work around this? You can work through your emotions or feelings first before indulging in a gratitude practice. So take, for example, um, I don't know, um, be a fire from your job, right? Um, but what you or what people may not have realized is since 2020, since them skimmy checks, you've been like saving like crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, you may have lost this job, but someone says, well, you know, like your bestie, because they know that you're saving money, right? Your bestie can be like, but look, at least you got a savings, or at least you're doing better than such and such, right? Um, mm -hmm. You want to work through those feelings first. You want to work through, damn, I just got fired. You want to work through that first before mm -hmm. you get to your gratitude place, because you don't want gratitude to be a judgment. When you sit up there and you base it off somebody else's, it becomes a judgment. And it's mm -hmm. not a... <clears throat> It's not a true gratitude of what you have and what was given to you and you being present in that moment. It becomes the judgment of the world around you. And that is superficial. Um, and I don't say that in a negative way. I just mean that it's it's a superficial layer, right? So then what happens is the next time something else happens to you, you can't dig any deeper because you got your gratitude for someplace that was superficial. Mm -hmm. um, so allow yourself to feel all the feelings um, and, you know, Kiki would like to say she can't stress this enough um, to feel all your feelings because <clears throat> it plays a big part in healing yourself from traumatic experiences. I don't feel all my feelings, but whatever. Um, so if you allow yourself to experience and acknowledge your actual emotions, whether 
sadness, anger, grief, you may find that gratitude is not the practice you need to use in the moment to make you feel better. Maybe you just need to grieve. I lost this job. Mm -hmm. I lost this regular paycheck. Now, yes, you was going to go start your own business or yes, you you sitting on some money. So you'll be fine if you take a little vacation or whatever. But in that moment, you could be angry. You could you just got to grieve. Right. <clears throat> so um, moral of the story is don't compare your feelings, thoughts or situations to others. Um, yep. So. Our next point is it can hinder your emotional processing. So we just talked about being able to feel your feelings, right? It says, I am the resident cancer and I say, you have to feel your feelings. Miss Aries over there is scrunching up her face. He so she you... go on about the business, but whatever. This is why we go to. <laughs> so if you're using gratitude to invalidate your feelings, it's like putting a Band-Aid on your feelings and covering them up and not allowing the wound to air out and heal. Rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> no. <laughs> so one of the easiest examples of this is when someone experiences the loss of a loved one or a loss of any kind. Most of the time we want to talk about the loss of a loved one and this can be people who are living or people who have passed, but I'm thinking about the people who have passed for the sake of this example. So we all know that you just can't keep your feelings bottled up about the loss. At some point, you got to feel the sadness. You got you to gotta cry a little bit. You got to let it out. You might need to write in your journal over there. You just need to feel the feelings. Moving on. According to... <laughs> <laughs> According to the Psychology Today article, unprocessed or delayed emotional processing, processing can cause trauma, complicated grief, and various mental health disorders. How can so you how work, work around it? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so Kind of similar to the last point, allow yourself to feel all the emotions, even if briefly, um, including the neg negative and painful ones, um, in addition to experiencing gratitude. So whether you've lost a loved one, um, uh, lost a friendship, lost a, a relationship, um, when you've experienced that loss, go ahead and grieve it first and initially. Um, because once again, you don't want to make a judgment on that um, situation, right? And what you don't want to do is make a judgment good or bad about it. Because at the end of the day, like humans are humans, right? So say it's a breakup, um, you know, and if you go into a practice of gratitude, well, I'm glad this is over because my needs weren't being met, right? We'll, we'll go with that. So um, you and your partner break up because your needs aren't being met. But the truth is your partner had some stuff going on over there that they weren't talking about, right? So fast forward, if partner decides to spin the block, reality is the partner could have worked through whatever need to be worked through 
um, and they could come back to you and be a completely different, better partner. You don't know, but you've made that judgment and you've begun to feel better. I'm grateful that this was over because nah, there doesn't need to be a cause or because it's just, I'm grateful this is over, right? Or you lose um, a loved one. Um, you can still be grateful that you have other amazing people in your life. You can still be sad about the loss of your grandparent, mother, aunt, whatever. Um, but just be grateful for the time that you spent together. Um, yes, or even your job. Once again, um, you don't want to attach a judgment to that because what if you got let go because they had to make some cuts on Monday, but somebody reworked the budget and on Wednesday they decide, but we can't live without Kiki. So we're going to call her back. But here you go. You've been gallivanting all around the city, making all the TikToks and the emotional Facebook posts about <laughs> that damn job that lets you go. <laughs> See why it's important to feel the feelings? See? Okay. Um, and so for those of us who may have trouble assessing our emotions, I see how you put this in here and you did it on purpose. That was for me. You try to find She thinks she's funny. Mm -hmm. I was just, I'm saying for the people. Let me, let me, finish. let me. Mm -hmm. The people that have trouble accessing their feelings. Um, something that may help a little more is to notice how your body responds when you think and feel a certain way and allow your body to experience these sensations. So um, as yogis, we often, we're a little bit in tune with our bodies. And so I know I can tell when I'm stressed, my shoulders, my hips, my belly. Um, those are the ways that I know I'm stressed. Now, if this sounds intense, try some body calming methods that will help you process intense emotions. So breathing techniques, so some deep breathing, some box breathings, whatever, or movement practices. Go to your mat. I don't always do that, but I should. I mean, some people go and get the boxing gloves and, you know, do what they got to do. Movement doesn't equal like slow movements. It's whatever movement helps you to get that aggression out, get that anger out, express yourself through sex. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a movement. It's a movement. It burns calories. All those there's things. Breathing. Breathing. <laughs> there's heavy breathing. Uh -huh. It's kind of like the Kapalabhati breath. Yeah. <laughs> Combine that all into one. Oh, I, I talked about my but I might work them out. Anyway, um, so. is why we can't get through anything mm -hmm. so there's also a thought that i want to give you guys um it's it's something that we explored or something that we kind of came across in doing the research for this um but we're not going to talk too much on it we're just going to kind of hint at it um so main maintaining harmful systemic issues um like systemic racism economic inequality um ableism things like that that is also harmful gratitude so take for example you um you can recognize that as african americans we have and we should be grateful for where we've come 
since you know our ancestors came to this country but the reality is this country still fucked up um so that's a harmful system of gratitude maintaining those harmful systems not cool um and how do we work around that acknowledge that the system is fucked up sorry acknowledge the system is negatively impacting how is yep <laughs> acknowledge how the system may negatively impact you or those around you and how these issues can co coexist with your feelings of gratitude so yes like we can all be grateful that um or as black people we can be grateful that we don't have to sit in the back of the bus but the fact that I got to ride a bus because the interest rates on cars these days is ridiculous. I can be mad about mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with the feelings of being mad. Um, but I'm not grateful because I, because I, mm, um, I am grateful to either have a car or to either have a bus, but I'm not grateful for the system. So I'm not acknowledging the system. Or, uh, I'm acknowledging how this system, this harmful economics affects me mm -hmm. and I can be grateful for the things that I have, no judgment, um, but I can still acknowledge that somebody needs to do something about these damn interest rates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There yep. we go. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. So self-care in real life. Self-care in real life. Um, so, Key, have you ever practiced gratitude in a harmful way before? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think we've all been in that trap before, right? Of that, excuse me. Um, well, dang, at least I don't have it that bad, right? We've been there before. I heard an example the other day of they were talking about things that are racist, but not quite racist. Um, and it was a concept of make sure you eat all the food on your plate because they're starving kids in Africa. Mm -hmm. That raggedy shit. Um, but that you're grateful that you have food. But I don't want to eat no more, mom. I'm done. I'm full. Um, but yeah, I can. Yeah. Yes. Tons of times. Mm hmm. How about Definitely. you? Oh yeah. Just like you say, we all fall into it. It's it's kind of easy to when you see somebody else doing like terrible and you're just like, oh, I'm just glad that ain't me. Mm -hmm. Something as simple as that, and it's like it's not it doesn't seem harmful, but it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I don't want to rely on someone else's misery to make me happy. So if we're using gratitude as a, a happiness practice or a practice to be present. I don't want me being present to be at the expense of someone else. And that's yeah. what I kind of wanted to make this episode about is like, don't do it at the expense of other people. What happens when you're in the same situation and somebody else is now using you as their expense? Right. <laughs> you know? like, right. Better yet, what happens when this now happens to your best friend, right? Yeah. Your best friend gets fired from her job. Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you console her? Because the way you do it is, well, dang, at least it ain't me. That's mm -hmm. not going to work. So that's, how, that's, how, that's a perspective that I've actually looked at a lot of things lately, right? Like if I feel like I'm passing the judgment, like how would I feel if this happened to my best friend? Those are a little harder to explain. So then I know that I'm not 
in a improper alignment. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to look at it. And that answers the next question. <laughs> I want to share gratitude, surely gratitude, and now not an emotional cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said, yes, you did say that, but always acknowledging what you're feeling in the moment to keep you from using somebody else as an expense. I just, you know, and this is something that I'm realizing now is that, you know, people are always like you, you take someone who's has a chronic illness and they're like, well, you just, you should be glad that you're not like this person. Yes. I should be glad about that, but also I can acknowledge my own pain and own suffering in the moment, you know, And that's just from, you know, hearing other family members and people talk about that, especially if they have chronic illnesses, chronic uh, pain, because, you know, people don't understand anything and they don't go go through anything. So it's just hard to kind of get somebody to understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I hate when you are telling somebody I'm in pain for doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So my man broke up with me lost my job, whatever, right? When you tell someone you're in pain, they'd be like, well, at least you don't not it's help. Always, it's always the well, at least. <laughs> they get you in trouble. In this moment. Just, yeah. just shut it. I don't need to hear that right now. They don't need to hear that right now. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have, um, and I'm, I've been working on it, y'all. I have. Um, but it's funny because I think it's a it's a it's a personality trait and I don't remember what personality test it is I don't know if it's the IFMDB or you know when you get all them initials or it's the fact I'm an Aries I don't remember which one but it's a personality trait there's a personality trait where there are people who will insert themselves um and it's not in an effort to make it about them it is an effort for them to relate to you and I have done that for many, many years. You know, when somebody's like, oh my God, I lost my job. And I'd be like, girl, I lost your job in 2002. And da, 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 right? Not helpful in the moment. But from in my head, I'm just like, oh, I'm just trying to relate to you and let you know that I know how that feels. I've had to deprogram myself from that. Because again, I think I'm being, I think I'm being relatable. Mm -hmm. Um, But in fact, you know, that person takes it, to mean, oh, you're trying to make this about you when that's not the case at all. Like, hell no, we're not talking about me. I don't even want you to bring it up again. But <laughs> I relate to you in that moment. So I've had to deprogram myself with that. Well, good for you, friend. Because I'd be the one to be like, girl, what? <laughs> all right, y'all. So we're going to end this with just some quick gratitude practice for us. So we're just gonna say what we're grateful for in this moment. I was not on the notes. Um, it's up there. Is it? Damn, it is. <laughs> Tell you what I'm not grateful for, my motherfucking cookie not being in the bag. <laughs> but you should be grateful you got the whole meal. That's what not to do, y'all. Not what to do. Don't do that. Um, <clears throat> I t- um, took a yoga practice with a friend this evening. Told you guys about that at the top of the show. 
Um, really grateful to have shared that experience with her. Um, really grateful to have given myself that experience because um, it was very much about me. Um, side note, uh, I have been saying that I needed to get back to practicing because I have a hard time. I, as a teacher, have a hard time practicing yoga sometimes. Going to a studio or going to a class, I'm sometimes judging the class, not in a negative way, but I'm sometimes like, ooh, that was a good little flow. I need to do that myself. Like I'm taking these mental notes or, oh no, I wouldn't have done that after that. I would have done this and said, I'm doing that the whole time I'm moving and stuff like that. So I'm not really present. I'm not really in the moment. Um, but there are a few yoga teachers that can take me out of that and I can just flow and relax and chill. And one of those is Patrice Graham. Patrice, we love you. And North Carolina is going to miss you. Um, so yes, very grateful for her, for the practice this evening, for giving myself, for allowing myself to go. Um, because I easily could have been like, I can't step away from my desk this early in the day. I got stuff to do. It's cold outside. It's dark. I could have easily made all those excuses, but I went. Um, and finally, while we were there, um, in she definitely lets people meditate. Um, <clears throat> yep. So anyway, as I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting there, the word um, rigid came to mind. Um, and yeah. I could have been very rigid and been like, I'm not going and it's cold and da, 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 da. So the word rigid came to mind and I now, you know, I just went quickly through a series of damn, like in how many ways am I rigid about things and how I should, how I want to strive to be less rigid. So I'm grateful for rigidity because I can't appreciate what I don't have without having what I have. I hope that made sense. So me being rigid, I'm grateful to be rigid because now I can work on not being rigid. I'm grateful for a lot of things, apparently, mm -hmm. except for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm so sorry they did you wrong today. Um, an unharm a harmful gratitude would be, well, I didn't need that cookie, no way. Because you don't know. I had. I might be low on sugar today. Mm -hmm. Low on calories. Mm -hmm. Low on chocolate. That's what I am. I'm low on chocolate. What are you grateful for, friend? Um, I am grateful for the opportunity to teach in person again after so long. And I was thinking, I was like, it's been so many years, but I did teach in person last year. But it was like, I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> because after that, I started doing private sessions right after. So I just kind of forgot that little short period that I was like subbing, <laughs> but I did teach that. Um, so I'm grateful to be teaching again and then teaching back with my yoga teacher. She got her a new spot, a bigger okay. place. So that's exciting. Um, I'm just... Can I be cheesy and say I'm grateful for life? Because, I mean. I mean, yeah, I guess. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut my little gratefulness down. <laughs> How 
can I shut your gratefulness down when it's not based on me? That's true. Look, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. I am grateful for life. Um, yeah. I don't want to be cheesy and say the the obvious things. I'm grateful for my friends and all those things. Um, I was going to say another tip for people who have such a hard time doing gratitude lists. Think about your senses. So like, what is something that you're grateful to touch? Grateful to hear? What's some music that you like to hear? Something that you are grateful to see? Something beautiful, the ocean, whatever piece of artwork, whatever it is. Um, something that you're grateful to, what are the other freaking senses? I am tired. I said see. Smell, touch, hear, taste. Lord, what's the last one? <laughs> what are you grateful to taste what are you grateful to eat other than the cookie that they didn't put in your bag listen i was <laughs> you what i forgot about it for a minute <laughs> and i forget that i said feel hear see taste smell um what smells are pleasing to you? Like what essential oils do you like? What candle smells do you like? Do you like some fresh air outside? Just smelling nature in general. What makes you grateful in this moment? So that's something that's really simple. That'll be a little gratitude practice. And if you practice that, you already got five things on your gratitude list. Okay. All right, y'all. That's all we got for today. We did it. We did it. Yay. Okay. So know. Huh? I'm gonna go eat now. Oh, we gotta tell the people bye. Bye, y'all. Have a great week. Girl, you're gonna tell them to share. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're gonna tell y'all to share this with your friends. Share it in your group chats, social medias, all that stuff. Text message, whatever. Share it everywhere, okay? Go and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. We don't need nothing less than that. Five stars. Five stars. You can do that, and you can leave us a little review if you want to. On Spotify, all you have to do is hit five stars. That's it. That is the simplest thing you could do. And then follow us. Follow us over on the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share. Subscribe, all of that stuff. Tell a friend, tell a friend, y'all. Tell them. All right? So, we just want to remind y'all, before we go, to always take care of yourselves. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, professionally. All of the Olives. <laughs> all the Olives. Take care of yourselves, y'all. Take care, sis. Yes. Um, what was that? <laughs>
She hungry, fam. She hungry. I'm gonna um, be better. You what? I'm gonna be better next week. Okay. Um, Hopefully they give you a cookie next time. Nope, cause <laughs> I don't have yoga next week. So mm -hmm, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come to the podcast having eaten already. Mm. Okay. All right, y'all. We will talk to y'all next week. Bye.